Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the You Glow Nurse Podcast with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, RMBSN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RUL, where I encourage new nurses to take back their health and healing and find their voice again. And in today's episode of the podcast, I have another Houston native. Woo, Houston. Hey, we in the building. Yes, today I have another opportunity to talk to a new friend, a new nursing friend, Miss Myra Taylor. Y'all, this season... Season four has been all about purpose, redefining our purpose, restoring our purpose as nurses. There are times, there are times and tribulations, tough times and tribulations that happen. It is no doubt nurses, being a nurse is one of the toughest professions. And because of these tough trials and tribulations, you may have found yourself in a place where you are underestimating rediscovering, rethinking your purpose as a nurse. Is this really for me? Is this really something that I want to do for the long run? I know I've been there. I know I've experienced that in my life. It is what has brought me to this this path of health and wellness coaching, of wanting to do better for myself, of pivoting into another aspect of nursing and to, again, restoring my purpose as a nurse, redefining my purpose as a nurse. It is in those trials. It is in those that, those moments of pain where we are finally able to see our purpose again. And it happens. So I wanted season four to be about, be all about times when we experience this this pain and how nurses have experienced the pivot and in their process have been able to really redefine and restore their purpose again. What does that look like? And to let you know, you're not alone on this nursing journey, in this nursing wellness journey. And there are tools that you can use. There are strategies. There is a community out there for you, and we're so excited to have you on there. So make sure you like, subscribe, and join the You Glow Nurse podcast. Make sure you leave a subscription, subscription. Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. Go ahead and rate us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify and um, Amazon Podcasts as well. We getting out there, y'all. We spreading this wellness journey. We're spreading this wellness to everyone. So make sure you join our community and check the show notes for the links to all of my social medias to connect with me online. Okay. Let's bring out 
my new friend, Miss Myra Taylor. Here is a little bit about her. Myra is a Houston native, graduated from the University of Texas in Austin with a bachelor's of science in nursing. And again, graduated from UT Arlington with a master's of science in nursing for family nurse practitioner. Myra has been a nurse for over 10 years with experience in oncology and women's services, currently working in women's services, but also as a clinical nurse instructor, created the company Planner Vibes in 2021, which now focuses on providing self-care journals and self-care accountability tools for the average woman. Myra enjoys self-care days and spending time with family and friends. Let's bring her out, Ms. Myra Taylor. And welcome her Hi. to the Flow Nurse Podcast. Hey, Myra, what's going hey. on? Friend? How doing are you? Good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm just reflecting as we were talking just a little bit a while ago, just chit-chatting, catching up. Um, this whole purpose thing, it's, it's, it's something that a lot of nurses experience, you know, when they get to that point in mm-hmm. their lives. And early, early on, you get to that reality, right? That reality moment, the reality check. Hmm. Yeah. This was not what I thought it was going to be. No. And it's how not. do you pivot? <laughs> oh, and how do you find the time to pivot and to to own your process, to grow from it? Um, I, I'm really encouraged to hear more about your process because it sounds like from what we talked about already, like. It was a process that brought you to this this new venture, becoming an entrepreneur, getting out of your comfort zone. So I'm curious, you know, as we talk about your journals and everything that you have going on, how has journaling helped you find your purpose? I feel like journaling in a, journaling helped me find my purpose with just being able to, like, get out of my head. Um I feel like I'm the type of person I have a lot in my head. Um, my mind is always going, 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 going. And kind of like kind of settling my thoughts and figuring out, okay, what do I want to do now in nursing? Nursing has changed a lot in the last couple of years. And I think journaling has allowed me to put my thoughts on paper and figure out what I want to do. How can I do it? kind of go back and reflect on things when I was like at at a low point or when I was just in my head about all this self-doubt and I can go back and reflect and look like, oh, I've come so far. Like I'm not that person, you know, back then I've actually been able to, you know, make some changes. Yeah. So I heard you say something that um, I can align with. I definitely feel the same way when you brought up, you know, just being that nurse with a lot of things going on in your mind, having some self-doubts, getting it down on paper. What was a time where you experienced self-doubt in your purpose? And how did you, like, how did journaling help you out of that? When was a time in your in your career that you experienced that? Like a specific time if you have one. And then how did you get to journaling? Like how did it bring you to journaling? Yeah. Okay. Because when you said where you were, um, 
I was like, oh, let me start in college. But no, since we're gonna do um <laughs> while wherever you like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was in college, like let me know. Like I've, been, like, I've, <laughs> I've gone through like the journaling process on and off hmm. for a while. I kind of um as far as like, I don't know, I feel like I've, I'm starting to learn that a lot of nurses have had similar experiences, mm-hmm. which is so crazy because at the time you think you're you're alone. Yeah. But um, in in as far as as a nurse, once I became a nurse, um, well, let's go back. OK, so I graduated in 2011. So I graduated in 2011 from college. And I was in a weird space where I didn't know if I wanted to stay in Austin, if I wanted to move back to Houston. It kind of was like, you know, I'm over it. I've been here for four and a half years. I'm tired. I'm ready to go back home, you know. But then it's like, okay, well, I kind of hesitated and stayed a little longer and kind of missed a couple of entries into residency programs. Because I was pushing it back. I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do. So I don't want to apply, get a job. And then I feel like I got to stay. Um, so having self-doubt at that point, trying to figure out where am I supposed to be, especially when I knew students who had job offers before we even graduated, mm-hmm. you know. So I decided to end up coming back to Houston, um, end up getting a job, um, did that and that was in oncology. So did that for three years. But in the back of my head, I always wanted to do women's services. Mm-hmm. You know, I just missed opportunities to get into a women's services residency program because, you know, I was kind of flaky. I was like, I don't know. So um, but I was able to get into that program. Um, but I knew I didn't want to stay. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was good work. Like I, I learned a lot. A lot of med surge skills. Nowadays, they don't tell you to go into med surge initially. Now people are saying you can go wherever you want. But at that time, I wanted to um, the med surge route, a more surgical route. It kind of got comfortable. You know, I said, oh, I'm going to be here for two years. I'm going to leave. Well, I was there for three years. <laughs> so I kind of was just in, trying to figure out my purpose. Like, okay, do I want to stay here? This is a good hospital. They have good benefits. People retire from here. You know, this is mm-hmm. not just a, you know, then having to sit back and like reflect on what do I want to do? Like, mm-hmm. I want to give, I want to do women's services. I remember I've been, I would jot down at that point, I was just jotting stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, jot down. Like, I really want to be in women's services. I want to do nurse practitioner. I want to have my own clinic. I want to do all these different things. Um, and kind of like getting to the point where it's like, okay, what what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, so using as we were talking early, like bullet point journaling, I feel like that was like at that point when I was doing bullet points, you know, then got into nursing, got into women's specialty. And at the same time, went into women's specialty, started my MP program at the same time. So got the position and also found out that MP school is going to start a couple months later. Um, wow. So that was a lot. Yeah. And I tell people my MP story because I'm like, I, it took me five years to finish mm-hmm. that program because I kept stopping because yeah. I had so much going on. Um, But 
within the later years of getting out of MP school and having to realize that things are not cut and paid, like cut and paste, mm-hmm. not go like linear, you know, you, we know we go to school, we, we go to school, we go work at a hospital, we retire. Yeah. <laughs> but um, started journaling a lot after MP school because things were not going like I thought they were supposed to go, you know? Yeah. Um, so having to really get out of my head with all the stress mm-hmm. and all the burnout from being in school, um, just kind of like journaling through that process, finding out like, was this the right decision? Mm-hmm. Do I really want to do this? This is not happening according to what I wanted to go, how I wanted to go. Um, and having to just like let it out. Um, and work through my emotions, work through my feelings in like on paper. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of rambling, but (laughs) no, not at all. I'm just like, wow. Like I, I just, your story. It's so, it's so real. It's so honest. So I can appreciate that. Like the whole five year thing, like you know, people make things seem so easy. Like, mm-hmm. it's all, like you said, cut and paste. And then also we put these certain, I know I've done that where I put these certain expectations, like with my age, I'm going to have this, I'm going to look mm-hmm. like this. I'm going mm-hmm. to be achieved. I'm going to fill this. And this is what my life's going to be. And it's like, that's great and all, but let's welcome back to real life. Mm-hmm. And nursing life as well. Like, you know, it's stressful on you emotionally. It's, stressful on you physically. And then if you want to go back to school, you know, that's another stress. And then if you have a family, if you start mm-hmm. a family, if you're trying to pay off debt, if you're trying to take care of you, like it, it can be a lot. And so a lot of things aren't like that typical, you know, linear. Now for those that it is that way, well, praise the Lord. Good for you. Great. Yes. You know, like wonderful, but not everybody. No. And it's okay. It's okay. So I love hearing that you were able to use journaling as a way to cope through that time, as a way to kind of um, get your mind right, check back in with you. Mm-hmm. Um, was it something that you heard of? Did somebody tell you about journal- journaling or was it like something that you just like you're, you know how like you're kind of drawn to it kind of thing? I know no. I've experienced that. My, um, actually <laughs> my dad <laughs> will always oh. tell me that you need to write, your, you need to write it down. You need to write, you know, you need to write down, you need to, you know, you need to write your thoughts down. You need to, you know, he always was telling me like, I need a notebook. I need to write. Um, you know, he always was telling me you need to write it down basically yeah. anything like you can't keep that all in your head. You need to write down what you're going to do. So it can remind you what you said you were going to do. Like, yes. hold yourself accountable for it. Um, yeah, he was, he would tell me, like, you need to get a notebook and you need to, you know, write, <laughs> write your stuff down, yeah. you know, because I guess he, he could tell, like, I got some, and I would say, I got so much stuff going on, you know, it's so much going on. Like, I got all these different thoughts. I probably only ate once today, you know, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot. So, yeah. And sometimes, yeah, like sometimes it's not as much as we seem Mm -hmm. or 
we haven't processed it as well, you know, to kind of reduce the load, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Because you have a million thoughts and sometimes you're not able to process that thought. And then another thought comes and then another Mm -hmm. thought comes like there, there are studies that show like we have 50,000 thoughts a day and a lot of them can be negative and repeating. And so Mm -hmm. like, if we don't like have a method, a way to like get it out, it, like you were sharing earlier, it doesn't necessarily have to be just writing on the pen and the pad. Maybe mm-hmm. it's putting things in your phone. Maybe it's mm-hmm. doing a voice memo. Maybe yeah. it's just talking to a friend, like getting it out somehow from just staying in your head. Then you can start to see the patterns. Then you can start to see, oh, okay, like you said, hold yourself accountable. Like mm-hmm. literally my therapist was just telling me this because <laughs> I was like emotional. I was feeling overwhelmed. I have a lot on my plate. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. Like, she's like, but what is your overall goal, Fallon? Mm-hmm. You need to write it out. I was like, oh, you know what? I did yeah. write it out. Yeah. I had it out on paper and pen. I need and to you can, look at you it. Go back. Go back and see. You know, I said this, this, and this. I said I was going to do this. Or this was stressing me out at this time. And I was able to map out my goals, how I was going to achieve it. Or just, or some days could be so simple as, Today, you know, today was a lot, you know, X, Y, and Z happened, you know, questioning yourself. And at the end, I always put like quotes or make like a statement or something like. Yeah. So it's a positive affirmation. Yeah. And yeah, so I always have to, I always, well. Now I'm usually doing like a positive affirmation in the midst of, you know, whatever I'm journaling. Cause just like I start writing, like I might have, I might be feeling like down or whatever, mm-hmm. or I might just be stressed out about stuff. And, and as I'm writing, the stress is kind of like going away a little bit and I'm starting to see things clearly. And I'm starting to be like, no girl, you got this. Like, you're going to be good. We, we, we doing good. We learning from our mistakes. You know, we're, mm. we're going to do one, two, and three, you know, make another bigger, like sometimes I'll journal and then I'll make, I'll take like printer paper or whatever and like write stuff out to like put on my wall. And like, oh, yeah. it kind of helps you like navigate what's important. And it, yeah. it it's a stress relief to me you know, getting it all out. Yeah. It's a stress relief. I love that. It's something about the brain telling, you know, like when it sees you writing and you're like envisioning, because when you're writing, you're actually like envisioning it. You're seeing Mm -hmm. it. You're like, you're in the moment, whatever you're writing, whatever you're at. And so your brain starts to believe what, what you're writing mm-hmm. and you can change the thought patterns in that way. So there's research out there that putting it on paper, it helps you connect to those thoughts you want to feel. Mm-hmm. So I like to start off with like a gratitude list, like, okay. And that's changed my mood. Like amazing. Yeah. Like a whole hundred three three sixty. I'm like, what was I in a bad mood about again? Like, yeah. Start writing, and it doesn't have to be like super like detailed. Like, no, I'm it thankful for my apartment. I'm thankful for my parents, even though they get on my nerves. I'm <laughs> thankful I don't like I don't binge drink anymore. Like, I'm so grateful. I learned better spending habits. I'm mm-hmm. gonna 
car yet. Like, you know, so writing those things, I'm like, oh, okay, girl, you actually yeah. doing some stuff. You got something to be proud of. Exactly. So. And that, that's also like a part of my like morning routine. Like I get on the side of the bed and I'm like, I call it like my thank, my thankfuls and gratefuls. Like, what am I thankful for? What am I grateful for? What are we going to do today? You know, kind of like putting it out there. So like, okay, girl, you said it. You know, you're going to do it. <laughs> you don't do it like you're gonna hold your there's yeah. so much power in words there's so much power in just speaking kind to yourself mm-hmm. and really taking that initiative I think that's something that I struggle with in the past just yeah that evaluation of how I talk to myself so I just love that you were like intentional like about okay look I'm gonna wake up this morning I'm gonna sit on the side of my bed instead of like rushing off to answer the phone or look at social media let me take a moment for me like those is so much power in those moments and that's really what self-care is like Mm -hmm. those are the moments that I'm like oh this is self-care not just the pedic pedic you know pedicures and spas and things and and the the wine therapy you know, that's the added addition, but you can do some free stuff, you know. The free, the free <laughs> stuff. I had some clients, they're like, oh, I'm just going to do my self-care on the weekend. I'm like, you can do self-care 99, Every free day. 99 right now, yes. today. Yes. And it doesn't have to be the overextended thing, you know. And I've also heard from clients that journaling can be a struggle, Um for you and me, we're like, we love it. We like this. Mm-hmm. It's like stress relieving. I can get things out of my head. I don't feel so overwhelmed. Um, and you you get to, you know, just get all of these thoughts. And mm-hmm. you, you get to identify a lot of things, too. Yeah. Like you said earlier, like comparison, like feeling like you're comparing or the self-doubt. Like you get to put language behind it. And mm-hmm. that's so important. Like naming the feelings, naming the experiences. But that can seem scary or overwhelming to people, right? Like it's so very scary. It? It's yeah. scary because I feel like once you address it, now you have to be accountable for it. Yes. You, know? you don't want to be a problem. Yeah. It's, problem, it's no longer, well, it's me. All this is happening to me, me, me. And it's like, okay, well, what's happening to you? Oh, this, this, and this. And like, okay, well, what you gonna do about it? Like are we going to hold ourselves accountable? You know, are we going to continue to wallow in misery? You know, what what are we going to do for ourselves? Like, yeah. you know, and I, so what it's like accountability. You know, can we fix it? Because some things, I mean, you know, some things might not be easy to fix. It might take a lot of things to do, um, but we and can work on how we talk to ourselves. You know, yeah, and some things. You can't fix. It's out of your control. Mm -hmm. It's completely out of your control. And sometimes you need that space to just like write it out and like identify, like you said, like what Mm -hmm. isn't with my, what can I control in this moment? Mm -hmm. How I talk to myself. Yeah. How I show up for myself. It's scary, you know? Yeah. Cause I feel like it becomes real then, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, Cause I'm not absent from, being in my feelings, you know, or wallowing in misery or just dumping, you know, on myself. But then it's like, okay, what what can we do 
to change yeah. those thoughts. And that that helps with journaling, but also like when you have someone telling you these things like therapy, like you were talking yeah. about therapy, therapy helps kind of like navigate how we view ourselves and how we communicate with other people that um, may have been a cause for some of the things in our life or how we just navigate life in general. Um, but even therapists tell you to journal, like, or to yeah. write your feelings down, you know? Um, and it's something that you can bring up in therapy or something you can bring yeah. up to, to someone else. Like, okay. Cause I know sometimes when I was younger in my mind, I had a whole list of what I was going to say, you know, I'm going to tell you this, 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 and this. And then you get to that moment and it's like, I don't, I don't remember. Like, you know? <laughs> you wake it up. So, you know, you might be able to journal your feelings and express it and you can pick up your journal like, hey, look, this is how I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling this way. This is what happened, interaction or whatever. And it kind of helps you like navigate. Yeah, 100 percent. 100%. These are tools that overall will help you like I love the word gay like you're just how you get through how you cope how you get to the other side when I think about navigating you're you're trying to get to the other side what is that other side for you what 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 do you want to experience what how do you want to feel instead of maybe right here in this moment so mm-hmm. these are tools journaling therapy they're all tools that you can add to your tool belt and just whip them out whenever you need it like hey yeah you know like you said earlier like you and i we may say this is easy like we enjoy this now but that doesn't mean that i'm like totally like free from the pity parties mm-hmm. These, you know i experienced the self-doubt i still have my triggers think that you know bring me back to past moments or like oh wow this is bringing up bad feelings. This reminds me of another time when I experienced Mm -hmm. that, you know? So it doesn't mean that I don't experience those things. It just means that I have these tools to help me better navigate, to help me get to the other side, to get to what I really want to feel. What do I want to feel? Oh, I need clarity in my purpose. I want to really understand why am I a nurse? Like, how did I get here? How did I get to this point? And I feel like in that process, in that, pivot in that that shift that's really when you're able to tap in to your purpose Mm -hmm. again so I want to hear from you like how did you get to this journaling addition to your purpose this addition like you started off in oncology you got to what you really want to do eventually women's services and start an MP job how did you pivot again and get into making journals And, and what did that look like for you Okay. So I, so in addition to, so I did the, I got into women's services, did my MP program. And then, well, before I could even get an MP job, it took a while for that. So I ended up doing clinical, I ended up becoming a clinical instructor um, in school for a nursing school. So that I went that way, but still with navigating through my journey in life thinking it's supposed to go, you know, linear and it's going zigzag. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> pause, repeat again, again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of got in, so 2020 happened. So I graduated 
in the middle of COVID. (laughs) So um, I actually, I actually was in clinicals when they started shutting down. Hmm. So I had like, I was in like maybe a couple of more, a couple of months left of clinicals. Luckily my school allowed us to continue our clinicals, but I know some students had to go and do simulation. Like they snatched them out of the clinical site. They had to do simulation for the rest of the program. Um, So COVID happened. And then, um, so 2021 is when I started the business and I kind of dabbled in different things. Like I wanted, so when I first started trying to figure out, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to like, it was all self-care based things. Um, Cause I like, when I give gifts to people like for birthdays or whatever, I like to give, gifts like I'm like I want these people to like use it <laughs> oh my god me too oh my god oh my god yes I, I enjoy like going to the store and getting like products for like baths like bath time shower time scrubs like um different like self-care products um that I feel like, oh, like this is something like you can use over time. I, I like giving gifts like that. So a lot of my gifts that I would give people around that time were like um, things around like shower time, bath time, different things like that. And so and I like trying like new products and stuff. So at the time, I actually wanted to do like a um, a subscription box. Mm. So at first I wanted to do and like get like different samples of self-care things that people could use. Um, But then I pivoted to maybe doing um, like making products. Mm. Um, And then I ended up like, well, I like as we're going to keep doing like if I want to do like self-care, I like journals and planners. So initially I was going to start with a planner. I still want to do a planner. Oh, yeah. I still do a planner. Um, Type A personality. (laughs) I'm like a type A, type B. Like, I like to plan. I like to write things out. Let me know. I need to write it down. And I was the type of friend that if we want to plan a trip, I had an itinerary. I'm like, this day we're going to do this. This day we're going to do this. This day we're going to do this. You know, I'm that type of person. When I'm yeah. when I get like all in, if you want me to plan a trip, I'm like, I, if I get all in, it's gonna be it's gonna be something serious. But yes. so I um so I was like, okay, well, I want to do planners, and so I had bought like the stuff to like create a planner, um, and then I realized, oh, this is like this this will be a lot more work. I want to be I want to dabble in it and teach myself. To like fully give it my all, you know, because I'm like, I want to be in Hobby Lobby with the other planner people, you know, <laughs> so I was like, I need to I need to like take time to like not figure, you know, figure it out to the how I want it. But so for the journals, I started. I started with copy paper and I wrote down what I wanted my journal to look like, you know. Um, the things that I want in a journal for myself, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm probably not the only one who wants these things. So these are things that I want that I think will be useful, that I think will be good tools for people. 
as far as like trying to navigate how to be accountable for themselves, but also like do self-care things for themselves. Yeah. So I feel like I, I know a lot of people who do for everybody, yeah. but they don't really do for themselves. So I started off like kind of like mapping out my plan and then kind of sitting in it like, okay, am I going to do this? Like, you know, kind of trying to hype myself up to oh, wow. do yeah. it, you know, it's, you know, real. People, it's real. Yeah, it's real when you you up here establishing the LLC and getting the domains and you know what you want your name to be. You know, it, it becomes serious, you know. And it's kind of like, am I, you know, if what happens if it doesn't work out? Mm. And kind of getting to the point like, okay, well, so what? At least I did it, you know. So that kind of that. I love that. Happened. I kind of was like doodling and mapping out, and then I had a friend tell me like how to actually like get it to actually be something, um, you know, getting it constructed as far mm-hmm. as like becoming a book, like becoming a journal that I can sell. So um, I'm thankful to her for that because. Um, She's also an entrepreneur, but it's just like um, have speaking it, you know, speaking it as like, this is what I want to do. Letting people know, hey, this is what I want to do. And then people who have resources, you know, were able to help me out. Yeah. It's all about who you know. Like you gotta, it is. I'm learning. Gotta I'm, I'm learning that, especially getting out of grad school, trying to navigate through mm. like networking. I, you know, and that's where we met at a networking. Yes. And now we get to be here talking about your planners and you get to tell us about your journey. Like, I love that. Just the realness. Like, yeah, it it started with an idea. It started with just writing it out. It started with just, you know, just envisioning it like there's (laughs) and it came from your experience with NP school. Like you're like, yeah. people need this. Somebody need this. <laughs> I, 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 you know, eventually I feel like I just like the whole journey, like it was it's crazy. Like just getting to where I am now in nursing. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of ups and downs, navigating, trying to figure out Am I going to take a chance? Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what life is. Like, even you telling me to come on this podcast, you're getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's like life is about that. Like, sometimes we have to be pushed into those moments. Mm-hmm. And how do we deal with those moments? Like, are we just going to, you know, duck and cover? Are we going to sink or swim? What What are you going to do? And having these tools like journaling can help you just like map it out. Like, okay, as you're going through your process, maybe mm-hmm. it's unknown. Maybe you're second thinking, like, why did I get into nursing? I'm done with bedside. I don't even want to do bedside. Well, let's get to the root of the problem. What mm-hmm. is really going on here? Like, 
Are do you have no boundaries? Do you feel like you're getting bullied? Do you feel like you have some self doubt? Like, and journaling kind of helps you bring out those emotions. And through mm-hmm. those emotions that you name, you 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 start to learn yourself better. You're not just talking about the bad things. You you also can focus on the good things. Mm-hmm. And I think in the planning and the journaling, you begin to see your strengths. You begin to see things that you want to plan out. What things that you mm-hmm. want to come to pass. Your vision. You know, it's not just writing out the problems and just scratch. Yeah. You also get those opportunities to see the vision as well and really build into yourself, pour into yourself. So I think that's that's really why we're highlight, highlighting journaling and just self-care in general. Like just yeah. better to yourself, taking Talk better care better. of yourself. Yeah. Give yourself grace. And I feel like with your journals, it it's private unless you want to show people. It's kind of like, you know, when we were kids, we had our diary with the lock on it and all that stuff. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have a lock on it, but it's it's your own personal yeah. thing. You can allow people to, you know, read it or you can use it as something as far as if you need to speak out your emotions, but it's hard to like come to terms with it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, journaling, no one is going to be in your comment section telling you, you know, about your feelings or that you, you're not that what, how you feel is not correct or, or just put, putting more salt on the wound, you know, like you can go through it. You don't have to, you, I feel like it's a better resource than letting all your feelings out on social media. Oh, you know? come on. Come on. Like, this is your, you know, your private person, your private thing. You know, you can you can talk, you know, get your feelings out and, you know, not have to deal with the repercussions from social media or, you know, letting yourself out emotionally that way. Because, you know, some people are like, oh, why people put all their feelings on social media? They need to go get a therapist. You know, some people, some people... I guess they're comfortable putting it on social media. I'm not that type of person. I rather write my feelings in my journal. Yeah. And you know, going by my business. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a it's an alternative. Yes. You know, to um, being in, in, impulsive on yeah social media. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. That's such a good point. Like we've all seen those people. I've probably okay. been one of those people that put my yeah, you know, you in your emotions and you just boom, 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 and it's like, oh well, I might have not. I sh- probably, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, yeah, but it's there now, you know. Yeah, with your journal, you can pop off in your journal and you know put it in your night oh. and you know revisit it. Back. Yeah, you know, and it yeah. can be a tool for everybody. Like you know. Hmm. Yeah, you can be your most authentic self. Like that's what I also hear you saying. Like you can share yeah. things, and then the looking back part—that part is like key. Like looking back and seeing the growth, mm-hmm. seeing what last week was like, what struggles you went through, how you overcame, how you move forward, how you deal with the next. 
Exactly. That's really good too. I like to do yeah. that sometimes. I take my old journals and I'll look at how I was able to move forward, how I overcame. Because there was some dark things that I went through. Um, sometimes when I felt abandoned, sometimes when I felt left out, you know, when I didn't feel enough, when I felt like, you know, I was never going to get over something. Mm-hmm. And boom, look at yes. me now. I got over it. <laughs> I found some old journals. I've looked back and I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> You were yes. going through it. Like, ooh. Yes. It's like, okay, but I'm totally not there anymore, you know? Yeah. It's a way to build up your confidence as well. I love that. I love that. So, including journaling, I want to get to know you a little bit more about your mm-hmm. self-care. What are some other self-care things that you do as a nurse practitioner, clinical instructor, entrepreneur, like, you're all around the business boss, babe. What are some things that you're doing for your self-care and how are you pouring into you during this season? I do a lot of different things. I like to do a lot of things by myself. I'm trying, I'm like, I'm in that headspace of like, let me date myself type of thing. Um, so as far as self-care, I love I, I'm being more intentional with food. Mm-hmm. Um like cooking for myself, making sure I'm getting the vegetables that I need, making sure I'm getting all the nutrients that I need. Some days are better than others, but I've gotten to the point where most of the time I'm meal prepping for myself. Um, I feel like that's a form of self-care, figuring out what I like to eat, what I can cook, learning new recipes, trying new things, you know, figuring out, do I like this? Do I not? Um, So that's a form of self-care for me. Also, hydration, being intentional with drinking water, um, especially with the way the heat has been yes. rampant. We in a drought, y'all, here in Texas. We, it hasn't rained in like three months. I always like have my little cup. Like yes. I'm always, so I feel like that's a form of self-care too, because if, you, if you're not taking care of yourself um, internally, like with what you eat, what you drink, it can spill out to other things, um, you know. Um, so I do things like that. I love to go to the movies. I'm I'm a big recliner chair movie person. Like, oh, nice. I, a movie editor that has a reclining. I have to. Like, ever since I did that, I was like, I can't sit regular anymore. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a regular for me. Like, no. A regular? No, I don't watch um, movies that way anyway. I like to take time out for that. Um, some other things I've learned along the way is to not book my weeks up so far in advance that I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be able to to do all of this. You know, you kind of, it's, it's, well, nursing, like we can sign up to work overtime, like overtime, especially right now, overtime yeah. is a thing, you know, um, I've learned to like scale it back. Yeah, you know, I pick up when I want to pick up, and you know, it's been some times that I could have picked up, and I'm like, "Oh, this money would have been real good," but I'm like, Mm-mm. "Was it really worth? Would it yeah. really be worth my?" Yeah, I'm like, mm, "I'd rather, I'd rather go to the movies, or oh, I'd rather sit at home, do a bubble bath, you know, do my skincare routine, sit around and watch whatever. That's not really." I don't really have to pay too much attention to it. You know, it's not like um, that big of, you know, it's kind of like TV where you're just watching it, but it's not really 
Yeah. Really okay. A, yeah. So, um, I like to do stuff like that. I like to hang out with my friends. Last week, I went to like a bingo, like a bingo night downtown. Oh, fun. That was cool. So I like to do different things like that with friends and stuff. Um, But I like to take time for myself. Like I've learned to be okay with not having to go to everything Mm. or being seen at everything. Like being okay with no, like, no, thank you. Or I'm not available and not having to like really put an explanation for it. Like, sorry, I'm not available, you know. Oh, yes. Those are all wonderful self-care. Like, yeah, you have to be intentional. And people think, like we said earlier, like it's just like this whole intensive, like you have to schedule and book it and (laughs) put time in advance. I mean, that's great, too, making sure you schedule and book your self-care. But you can also find like different ways and just spending time and even the nutrition part like that's so important um just everything that you said about nutrition and healthier eating like that's what i love that's what i help my clients do mm-hmm. just glowing from the inside out that's literally yeah. what i want to embody like what you're putting in affects your glow protect your glow how do you do that and i love that you find fun recipes and you're finding out more about you mm-hmm. that's also helping you build a better relationship with you yeah like, before you can love anybody else you gotta love you have to love yourself first well, what yeah. does that look like like I learned that exactly and it's okay to be selfish in that regard mm-hmm. you know it's not really selfish no really- it's like you're just being you putting yourself first yeah. You know, you're there for other people. You know, you're not just secluding yourself from being there for other people. But in order for you to be there for other people, you have to be there for yourself. You have to show up for yourself. You know, how can I how can I at the essence of love, like how can I fu- like fulfill or be the best or say that I love my family or that I show love to my family, but I can't show love to myself. Like, you know, we're the first person, you know, that we are interacting, you know. So it really I, is it like that. Like if I'm going to be available to someone else, I need to make sure that I'm available to myself. Like that yeah. I'm listening to myself, listening to my body, not overdoing it, um, taking mm-hmm. time for myself so that I can like recharge, you know. And be able to, you know, be there for other people. Yeah. I think that's important, especially for like my friends that have kids. Like mm. I always like tell them, like, hey, you you still need to take, you know, do something for yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, especially like if you know the kids are at school and they have a day off, you know, go do something for yourself. You yeah. Know? Or yeah. if you can get a babysitter, that's fine. And make sure you do something for yourself, you know, like. You know, I know some people like as like their birthdays, like it's kind of like an afterthought because, mm. you know, they have so many other responsibilities. But I'm like, that's your day. You know, do yeah. something for yourself. Even if it's something simple as you bought yourself a candle. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, know, you went to Starbucks and got yourself a cake pop or something like, you know. Yeah. So. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes yeah. less is more. Like sleep in. That's it. Too. I, I was just going to say in. something about sleep. Yes, like, sleeping in, me, especially. 
when it comes to sleep, oh yes, honey, because that's where it all starts. That's that's mm-hmm. where you know your your circadian rhythm when you have that regular sleep pattern and you mm-hmm. you're making sure you're getting enough sleep, whether that's seven or eight hours. For me, I like my beauty sleep. I'm in bed early. I'm getting my eight hours. You can it's so crazy because like for years I still like working night shift, it kind of you kind of have to you know, figure it out, figure out what works best for you. And, yeah. you know, cause sometimes we need that extra day and a half to yeah. recuperate. Um, and then also I want to say like exercising too, like, yeah, I'm starting to appreciate exercising. Like I'm starting like, Oh, okay. You know, it makes me feel better, even though it's kind of like, Ooh, Oh, I got to exercise today. But by the end yeah. of it, I'm like, Oh, I feel so much better. Like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I love working out. I'm a coach. I'm a personal trainer, but at the same time, I have those days when I don't want to like Mm -hmm. on Monday, I was like, I do not want to work up. I do not want to work out, but I took it slow. I was like, it's okay. I wasn't going to bully myself. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I did my quiet time. I wrote in my journal. I said, today I'm going to the gym. I'm going to do at least 30 minutes. You know, you can even plan things like that, like your self-care things. Writing it out on your journal. Okay. Looking at it, flipping back and forth. Like, did I do it? Did I accomplish? Mm -hmm. And then I got into the gym. And when I got, you know, going, I was like, oh, I do like working out. Good, like, yeah, for sure. Those are wonderful self care things that we should carry into our lives every day. Um, and I think the main thing from this is just taking time to slow down, taking yes. time to slow down your thoughts, getting things out, just just getting things out of your your brain onto paper, getting out of your head, and just taking a moment in the silence. There is purpose in the silence as well, like. Silence doesn't mean that there isn't work happening, that something's not mm-hmm. going on. You know, like you're still creating habits. You're still yeah. pouring into yourself. And sometimes that silence, just to write it out. Maybe you jam you out can. in your journal session. You can. Or you can, you can, I mean, sometimes certain music kind of gets you into a certain mindset to be able to flow, like let things flow out better. Um but even like another, like it's, I have like some tips and stuff in my um, journal and I say like, you know, have a dance, like turn some music on and dance. Like, you know, sometimes I have full on concerts, like, <laughs> like, you know, so you have to figure out like what things work for you and you have to figure out, you can always find time, like even Come on. Even if you sit in the bathroom for three minutes or whatever, five minutes a piece, you know, anything, you know, uh, your yeah. favorite body wash, going to get your favorite body wash, going to Bed Bath & Beyond and smelling all the scents, you know, or mm. just walking around, walking around the store, like simple things. Like I think to just get to be by yourself and be in your thoughts and kind of like recharge, yeah. you know. And figure out what you like, what you don't like. You know, some people, I feel like some people are maybe hesitant to be by themselves or to be 
or to like internalize or think about what they want, what they need, because they're always doing for other people. Yeah. I think yeah. sometimes that affects nurses too, because we're always, we're always giving of ourselves to our patients to, you know, it's demanding the patients have needs. Then you have emails, you have modules, you have meetings, you have all these different things. And it's kind of like, sometimes you can get so self-absorbed into those things that you don't take time for yourself. Like I have conversations with, with coworkers like all the time, like, yeah. When do you do something for yourself? They're like, oh, but I got this, this, and this. And it's like, if the people that you're doing those things for, mm-hmm. as far as like family-wise, because patients, you know, a lot of times patients, it's focused on what they got going on. And yeah. I can't expect my patients to be worried about me. Yeah. No. But as far as like family, like if you're doing so much for other people and they truly care about you, they should be okay with you no, and yourself yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know. No one else is in charge of your self-care. Like, No, you got to be in charge. No one, no one else is going to do it for you. I had a friend tell me that. Shout out my friend, Takesha. When she said that to me, I was like, yeah. oh, you for real. No one else. And it's not self-care, like. Self-love, self-esteem, self-accountability. Self-care for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to do it. It's not the other way around. Like others are going to come and pour into you. I mean, there are friends. We have our our social yeah. circles, people that pour into us and give to us. But we also have to be that main source as well. You know, we have to be a main source of what do I need today? Mm-hmm. Do I need my quiet time? Do I need to say my prayers? Do I need to talk to God? Do I need to, you know, visit with a loved one? Do I need a healthy meal? What is it that I need? So I love that you just mm-hmm. shared those, those pointers for nurses that are so used to giving to everyone else mm-hmm. that it might feel a little awkward to be like, what do I need? What is mm-hmm. it that I need again? Yeah. <laughs> do I just need to sit in the parking garage? I do that a lot. Don't need to sit in the parking garage and recharge. Yeah. You know, reflect on the night or the day, whichever shift I'm working. You know. You work both? You do all of them? I flip. Who friends? <laughs> I heard you say night shift. And I was like, what? That was yeah. probably in her beginning career. So, yes. You so, do both. What are some self-care tips for night shift? nurses um, that you do to make sure that you're recharged because like i said earlier the circadian rhythm it gets thrown it gets off your body is not used to that it's your hormones your sleep patterns your mental health can be affected mm-hmm. you know so how what keeps you recharged for night shifts for night shifts but specifically i would tell the night shift nurses to when you have your days off like don't be so quick to go out and do stuff like, you know, yeah. I, you know, like take time for yourself, reflect and see. Like It usually takes I say it usually takes like a day and a half. So if you're working three nights straight. You know, don't try to push yourself to be social the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's OK to be in, with yourself. You do need you do need to make sure you're eating well. Yeah, because if you eat garbage. It's not, it's going to end up catching up with you, especially working nights. Yeah. Um. So I feel like I always take time 
for myself. Like I'm not, you know, when I, w- I would say when I was younger, when I was like newer into stuff, like I used to could work and just keep going, 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 going. Um, COVID kind of had me burning out from <laughs> doing all of that. But like taking time for yourself, like planning out your time. Yeah. Especially like don't try to don't try to schedule stuff in the morning. Because you know that's not that's You're not gonna be yeah, yeah, you schedule yourself at night, making sure you do plan something. Cause I know like with night shift, once I get off of work. I come straight home. I go to sleep. Like I take a shower. I go to sleep. Like I don't want to do much of anything. Um, but I make sure as far as like on my days off that I'm doing something. But sometimes on my days off, that first day off, I might sit around. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of like a recharge. I feel like it's okay to like sit around. Um, and then maybe the next day I might go do something. Um, it's kind of tricky when, you working like one day on, one day off, two days on, three days off, kind of, that's kind of tricky. In that sense, I would say like, sit and try to like, for those days when you can't really do anything, at least, you know, get up out the bed, stretch, mm-hmm. exercise, mm-hmm. have a warm bubble bath with Epsom salt because your feet hurt because you've been walking around all night. Um Kind of in like check in with yourself to to make sure like that you're you know that you're checking your boxes of things that you need to do mm-hmm. for yourself. Um, I also have learned to like that's why well in nursing you know how we delegate out yeah life kind of like delegate out Ooh. you know so like I know sometimes like I would just do like the HEB grocery like you know yeah. um, curbside or now you can get you can get your groceries delivered you know yeah. kind of like delegate things out so that you're you don't drain yourself more mm-hmm. you know especially if you're doing it by yourself now if you have a spouse or if you have other people helping you out that you know um you might have a little bit more leeway as far as not burning yourself out too much but definitely take self-care time as far as like a good shower, a good bath, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a, a cup of wine and your favorite movie or catch up on your favorite shows and not feel like it's a necessity to actually be around people. Cause you're missing everything from yeah. the That's so good. Like releasing that pressure. Like mm-hmm. in this season of my life, in this time, it is not appropriate. Yeah. It is not going to be wise for me. To show up in the daytime. I'm a vampire right now in this season. Mm-hmm. And a season for you. It's okay to put your phone on do not disturb. Oh, yes. D&D, baby. Yes. That is my thing. It's sure. okay. You know. Yeah. If it's an emergency, if they call you twice, your phone will ring. So, uh, you know. They have a little thing where it says notify them anyways. Yes. Right? Or you have your list of people. That their phone calls will come through. Yeah. 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 The main people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Do not disturb and turn off all those notifications because we have a lot of them. We're all on our phone. Mm -hmm. That's for anybody. Like you can reduce some of that strain and 
some of those email notifications mm-hmm. and all the apps and everything and just yes. things that are important, especially for like if you're at work or if you're trying to do your self-care time. Like mm-hmm. that's so good. Oh my gosh, Myra, yes. it has been so amazing catching up with you and just hearing your journey to purpose and how you've redefined it as a nurse practitioner as an entrepreneur, as Myra, just yes. for purpose again. So I so appreciate all of the work that you've shared with us. Where can we follow you and find out more about your planners, uh, about your journals, about all the work that you're doing? Sure. So um, I have an Instagram, um, Plan Her Vibes. So P-L-A-N-H-E-R-V-I-B-E-S. So on the Instagram if you go into the bio, it has a link tree. And in the link tree, it lists um, the available journals. And oh, yeah, I have a journal with you right now. Yes. So my journals are split into quarters of the year. So first quarter journal, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. So right now we're currently in the third quarter. So this is the cover. So this is a sample from Amazon, but this is what the cover is. Um, and then for the fourth quarter... It would be this one. A work in so in the journals, like that is included. I like kind of um, have like reflection areas where you can. Oh, you probably can't see this, but um, basically, like what is self care to me? What is self love? Like what am I providing love and self care for myself? Kind of like a reflection, like reflect Question. over it. Yeah. yeah, questions. And then I have areas where you can kind of create your morning routine, your evening routine, kind of figure out what works for you, what doesn't. Um, self-care tips, different things if you don't know what to do, different things to help kind of start um, kind of like trigger you. So like, oh, I, I like these different things or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then like every month has goals, action steps. Um, areas to journal and put like a daily affirmation and like every month at the end kind of like a reflection like was I able to accomplish the things that I wanted to so I feel like you know we might start off with one thing and end up with something else yeah, so. 100%. Yes. And sometimes yes. you need those journals to get you back on track. Yes. And then, you know, if you feel like, oh, well, um, I only need this journal for this quarter. I don't need this journal for the whole year. That's why it's split up to figure out where you are in your life and what you want to do. Um, but yeah, I'm all about trying to help people realize that self-care is important. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times we don't talk about self-care, especially in nursing. You know, it's a lot of patient care, you know, yeah, and not necessarily how is a nurse, you know, Dealing with that, how are you going to cope with that? How are you going to get to that other side? Stressful nursing. Nursing is a very rewarding job, but it can be stressful. And depending on where you are in your journey of nursing, you can you can experience burnout. And it's okay to verbalize it, yeah, um, and figure out how you're going to navigate it. Yeah, one hundred percent, and. There you have it, friends. Yes. This Myra sharing more about her planner vibes and how you can stay connected with her. Thank you so much again for hopping You're on welcome. with us. We appreciate you so much. And we will definitely be seeing you soon. If you're in the Houston area, hon, yes, we're going to definitely yes. get together. 
And definitely like reach out, whoever, you know, wants to reach out if y'all want to ask nursing questions or whatever. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for sure. The journey has been amazing and we so appreciate you. All right, friend. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Y'all, it's been real. Shout out Ms. Myra Taylor for coming on the You Glow Nurse podcast. Just all of the things self-care in this episode. So many different levels. So many ways to, again, pivot, redefine, and get to that purpose on the other side. What does it mean to be a nurse, to experience the burnout, to experience the emotional exhaustion? It happens to us all, but know that you're not alone in this journey and that wellness, self-care can help you experience the purpose that you're needing, the redefining of the purpose. How will you elevate to that next step? And we're here to support you on the You Glow Nurse podcast. So make sure you like, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend, a nursing friend that you know will enjoy this. And go ahead, feel free to leave me a comment, a review. It means so much to me. It means so much to the wellness community. And just let them know it's real and that you believe in this mission as well. All right, friends, it's been real. I appreciate everyone that showed up tonight. And we will see you next time. Bye.